Welcome to The Man Chair, where two guys debate their best of lists in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. Our co-hosts, Brian Page and Jason Rogers, are lifelong friends who grew up three houses apart. They won the childhood lottery, being kids in a small Midwest town playing sports from sunup to sundown before social media was a thing. So sit back in your man chair, go back in time to when life was more simple, and join us as we debate our best of lists each week. And be sure to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong. Share your own list or email us with suggestions for the next episode. Now on to the show. Hey, welcome to the Man Chair Podcast, where uh, Jason and I are excited to join all of the listeners and have a good conversation about the five best series to binge. Jason, are you as excited as I am? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I've got my list here and uh, sitting in my man chair. All right. All right. So as as we like to do, we, we want to at least bring up some that just were like on the outside looking in um, that were really close and all, almost made our list. So um, for us, real quickly, uh, True Detective was was tough for me. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, the, the first one's probably the best. You know, it had Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Uh 1883 was was fantastic. Um, I I probably loved it more than Yellowstone, but I feel like that 1883 needed Yellowstone to make it as exceptional as it was. So I I, I just didn't feel like I could put that in the top five. Uh, Succession, another tough one for me. Um, I love the quick wit, the constant game of human chess. Um, and the series writer did confirm, by the way, the succession was inspired by the Murdoch dynasty. Uh, Better Call Saul. This was, for me, this was another one where it was tough for me to leave out of my top five, but I did so because I felt like that its success really relied upon Breaking Bad, which, right, if if you've seen Better Call Saul, you know it originated from uh, a character in Breaking Bad. And then uh, you know, the newsroom for me, it did such a great job portraying kind of the division we see today in politics, um, it's, which is, you know, arguably amplified by kind of the pick your politic news um, that the you know, audience wants to hear. And it distorts or excuses what they don't want to hear. The final one that was brutal for me was uh, The Sopranos. And I, it's, I can't wrap my I, I wanted to have a top six. I wanted to get The Sopranos in there. Uh, but Jason, what about you? What, what was on the outside looking in for you? I also had true detective written down. I, I've only seen the first season of it, but I really like that, but that didn't make my top five. Um, succession is not in my top five. Uh, you on Netflix, my wife loves that series, but, yeah. uh, and I've sat through every episode. It, it's, I mean, it's not one of my favorites, but I wanted to mention it to, for my wife. That didn't make my top five. Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. That's pretty nostalgic for me. We were kids about yeah. that time, riding our bikes around our neighborhoods. We weren't solving crimes or fighting uh, monsters or anything like that. But it's still a, a fun series to watch. But that was outside of my top five. Did, did, one of when my you were watching TV, that, when, when you were watching that, did you did it almost bring up like us being kids? Because it, it, you know, kind of similar clothes, a similar Midwestern town when you were yeah, watching. Stranger exactly. Things. That's that's one of the main reasons why I loved it so much. So we'd ride our bikes all around town. Um, yeah. Lost, probably my favorite television show of all time. But that's I mean, it's a long watch to binge. 
that that was outside of my top five. Um, you mentioned Succession. I didn't make my list either. But yeah, that's that's about everything I had written down. Well, without further ado, um, we are going to go into our top five. And you know, my my number five. Do not hurt this man. Or what, your whole fucking family will be murdered, huh? If you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me! Okay. Uh, if, if you were guessing uh, that that was a recording of my wife on the way to the mall, you were wrong. It was actually <laughs> a recording of the Ozarks. Jason, did the Ozarks make your list of top five? Oh, yeah. Ozarks are definitely on my list. Okay, so then let's let's hold off and talk about that later because it sounds like it's higher on your list than mine. What was your number five? My number five was a Netflix series, Black Mirror. Near future uh, series, technology's taken the next step. And it's not very, it's not a, a feel-good series if that's what you're looking for. Uh, after every episode, I feel kind of weird. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of dark, and uh, there's al- there's always all kinds of uh, big guest stars. Bryce Dallas Howard's been in it. John Hamm, uh, Aaron Paul, and uh, Josh Hartnett were in a episode this pe- this the newest season that was out. It was really good. Anthony Mackie, new Captain America, he's been in them. And uh, Miley Cyrus has done an episode. So there's mm. always lots of guest stars in it. It's been six seasons. But like I said, if if you watch it, it's kind of a dark take on what, what we're in for in the next 15 to 20 years. But Black Mirror is my number five. Miley Cyrus. How, how do you go from Disney to, to coming in on a wrecking ball? My goodness. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. a whole separate conversation. All right. So my, my number four. Uh, let's see if the listeners can get this just from the, the intro music. If you yearn for life outdoors, then I promise the cinematography alone will glue your eyes to the television. Yellowstone is about a family living on and defending a ranch built by their ancestors. Uh, Throughout the series and the spinoff series, 1923, the families fight off to keep the ranch from being taken over by greedy outsiders. Uh, Kevin Costner plays John Dutton. Kelly Riley plays his daughter, Beth, and Beth's eventual husband, Rip Wheeler is one of my all-time favorite characters. And of course, Luke Grimes plays the part of one of John's other sons, uh, Casey. And you're number four, Jason. Game of Thrones. HBO series ran eight seasons. I didn't start watching it initially when it was first on, but uh, I kept on hearing about the Red Wedding. Didn't Mm. know what it was. My sister-in-law actually encouraged me to start watching. And... The penultimate episode of the first season, my jaw dropped. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I thought it was an amazing series all the way through. A lot of people had uh, bad things to say about that last season, which, I mean, I can see where they're coming from, but I enjoyed it all the way through. Uh, Amelia Clark, Sophie Turner, Kit Harrington, Peter Dakelidge, and it introduced the world to uh, Jason Momoa, really mm-hmm. catapulted his career. I like the knights and the kings and... Like I said, there's dragons, 
there's uh magic i mean it's all kinds of fantasy stuff that i that i love um like i said eight seasons hbo series game of thrones is my number four well speaking of you know kind of fantasy type series here is the theme music to my number three It is The Walking Dead. Uh, my top three, frankly, um, I, I could put them um, in any order. Uh, it, it really depends on my mood. They were really tough for me. It was, you know, if there's such thing as a three-sided coin, I, could, I would flip it. Uh, I, and I actually didn't watch it until years later, partly because when it came out, I was constantly working, didn't have time to watch TV. Um, and I always looked at, you know, kind of like a zombie movie or zombie series and thought, oh, I, I would never get into that. But it's not really about zombies. It's really more of this story about human nature pushed to its limits. And there's this like theme of like morality and loyalty and the lengths people go to protect what's theirs and, and who they love. Um, so I, I cannot say enough great things about Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I do think Maybe it went a little bit downhill when Rick Grimes was taken to the to the island, you know, played by Andrew Lincoln. Um, but, you know, Daryl Dixon stayed the course played by Norman Reedus, and he's he's great. Uh, but it just something about Rick Grimes and Daryl Dixon as a duo uh, just felt like that's what made The Walking Dead special. Jason, what was your number three? So you heard the music. Do you, uh, you probably know the series, Jason, another HBO series, the Sopranos, my number three, um, six seasons. I loved them all. James Gandolfini, Lorraine Bracco, Jamie Lynn Sigler. Um, I love all mobster movies. Um, there's Scarface. Loved it. The Godfather was great. Goodfellas. Maybe one of my favorite movies of all times is Goodfellas. But uh, I think the thing about, yeah, Untouchables. I yep. think the thing about The Sopranos, which is true for everything in my top three, is anything could happen at any time. No character is safe. And there's a ton of jaw-chopping moments when somebody that you've invested four years into watching is all of a sudden killed off and you don't see it coming. This is a quick reminder to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong, share your own list, or email us with topic suggestions for the next episode. Now back to the show. Well, you know, one of the things that makes The Sopranos so great also makes my number two great. <laughs> Shouldn't be hard after hearing that. Breaking Bad. You know, much much like rooting for Tony Soprano, even like he's the bad guy. Uh, you know, you you root for Walter White. And and like what they did in both of those that I loved is they they it, it, this is to me at least, they made something that's from the outside looking in, watching it. Let's say if you were to watch it from the end back to the beginning, you would think this is insane. This could never happen. But because of how the characters and the story evolved, it was like these baby steps toward 
insanity, baby steps towards chaos. And, and, you know, you look at like what happened with Walter White, there's this chemistry teacher who doesn't make any real money. I know that because I used to be a teacher and he's trying to figure out a way to provide for his family when he dies because he finds out he has cancer. And so there are these steps one after another where you see how it's rational and actually, in many cases, you can see how he thinks he's doing the right thing. And that's that's why I always kind of like root, rooted for him. Um, and it's like the Ozarks, too. You know, Jason Bateman, when he plays that role, is you know trying to launder money for uh, the Mexican t- cartel. Um, but, you know, that that is for me, that's what I felt made it made it really special. Jason, what was your number two? I had Breaking Bad also at number two. Brian Cranston is so good. He is. And when, when I started watching the series, the only thing I knew him from was Malcolm in the Middle. And this couldn't be uh, more, a bigger leap from his character, Malcolm in the Middle, to uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, Aaron Paul is great in it. Anna Gunn. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, which yeah. later on gave us Better Call Saul. Yep. And thing about Breaking Bad, I've said it a couple about my couple other series that some people didn't like the later episodes and they're debatable whether they're good or not. I don't think there's any debate in Breaking Bad. It from right. start to finish, it's a great series. But yeah, five that, seasons on AMC, a, Breaking Bad was nine, my number two also. That is a great point. What was your number one, Jason? My number one is Ozark from Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I I am and we we briefly touched on that because that was my number number five. What was it about Ozarks that propelled it to the top for you? Uh, Jason Bateman's great. Yeah. Laura Linney's great. Julia Gardner's the star of the show, in my opinion. I agree. And like I said before, anything, I mean, there's so many jaw-dropping moments. Anything can happen um, on any episode. It only ran four seasons, but there wasn't a bad episode I can think of. I loved I loved every single episode of every single season and the way it, the way it ends. I mean, I could kind of see how some people, I can't believe you did that, but yeah, I mean, that's what I think that's, that's what makes it great. I had Ozark was number one for me. I had never considered the fact kind of like reflecting on that series that there really wasn't a bad episode. That's, that's that's not, there's not, I mean, I, I get so excited sitting on the couch waiting just to see what's going to happen next. We sit on man chairs. Sit on the man chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. Here is my number one, but this is not a, the the theme song. This is one of I I would argue the greatest scene of all time in any series. What do I need to win? Two triple twenties and a bullseye. <laughs> Good luck. Mm. You know, Rupert. Guys have underestimated me my entire life. And for years, I never understood why. It used to really bother me. But then one day, I was driving my little boy to school, and I saw this quote by Walt Whitman. It was painted on the wall there. It said, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. So I get back in my car, and I'm driving to work. And all of a sudden, it hits me. All them fellas that used to belittle me not a single one of them were curious. You know, they thought they had everything all figured out, and so they judged everything, and they judged everyone. And I realized that they're underestimating me. Who I was had nothing to do with it. 
Because if they were curious, they would ask questions. You know? Questions like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? <laughs> Which I would have answered, yes, sir. Every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar with my father from age 10 to I was 16 when he passed away. Yeah, if you if you guessed Ted Lasso, you guessed correctly. Um, and and again, you know, any of my top three are interchangeable. But uh, this this went to the top for me because you know it it came at you know frankly a dark time for America. Right? This was um, you know it was in the midst of COVID. There was all these other things going on. It just it just felt like. Um, things were kind of bleak and, and it provided this much needed storyline of like kindness and heartwarming humor. Um, and just in the leadership, we, we love to see, um, Jason Sudeikis is, I think this as, as he played Ted Lasso, I think that this takes him to the level of an exceptional actor. This, this was the series, despite the fact that, you know, he's a great actor in movies. I think this was the one where people are going to think of Jason Sudeikis is Ted Lasso. I think that that is who he is from now on. Uh, you know, Roy Kent's great. And Brett is played by Brett Goldstein, who's actually a writer. He had never acted before. And, you know, they, they all figured out like Roy Kent's Roy Kent. And, and it's so great. I went to an Atlanta uh, United game and I was wearing a Roy Kent jersey and, you know, we, there was a group of four of us, we'd had, we'd been drinking a little bit. And then there was a really big group of guys who'd been drinking a, a lot more and they saw the Roy Kent Jr. They surround me. And then they start with the chant jumping up and down. He's here. He's here. He's every fucking where Roy Kent. And, and it was in the middle of the, you know, the stadium and people are jumping up and down around the eight people that are surrounding me. That's how, uh, you know, great the characters were in, in Ted Lasso. I don't know what this says about me, but looking up and down my list, nothing really good. No feel, no feel good stories. I mean, nothing uplifting or positive. I mean, Black Mirror, Game of Thrones, Sopranos, Breaking Bad, and Ozark. At least you're number one. You could watch it and feel good about yourself afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I, I ju- I'm just now noticing mine's mine's pretty dark. <laughs> all of them yeah <laughs> so jason's getting ready to hit the randomizer to determine uh what we have coming next i'm hitting the button right now and we have individual super bowl performances and okay individual super bowl performances is up next we hope you join us next time until then be well don't move on just yet If you enjoyed the show, hit that five-star rating, drop a comment, and share this episode with your friends and family. Doing so makes a big difference in growing the ManChair community. And go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong, share your own list, and email us with topic suggestions for the next show. The ManChair is sponsored by Modern Husbands. Go to modernhusbands.com and subscribe to their newsletter for ideas to manage money and the home as a team sent to your inbox every two weeks. That's modernhusbands.com. Until next week, be well.